0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Nothing Serious podcast. Um, if you can already tell, we're talking with uh, frontman of Like Pacific today, uh, Jordan Black. Uh, why don't you say, hey, what's up?
1: What's going on? <laughs> to,
0: uh, to our two listeners. Um, two listen- <laughs> two uh, v- yeah, <laughs> listeners from their home. Uh, anyway, though, I just want to start this off by uh, saying today's the five-year anniversary of distant, Like You Asked, so congrats, man.
1: Thank you. It's funny I forgot. I knew it was this month, but I just forgot what day and I didn't know until I saw Chris an ex member. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that is February 19th." That's <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, it was definitely like the record that, that I feel like got you guys to that next level like um from like what I saw.
1: Yeah, that was like the beginning of it all. I think um, when we when we put it out we we put that album out on the neck deep state champs knuckle puck tour. So it was like yeah. perfect, And it was like the first two weeks of the tour that the record came out. And the tour was like, a was like a five week tour. So like, yeah, it was, I, it was pretty.
0: Yeah. No, I remember that tour. I was there. I, um, forget how old it was. I know I was still in high school, which, uh, funny enough. That was quite okay. a time ago.
1: Um, yeah. It was opera house. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yep. Yeah. 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 I remember actually that night. I remember I, um, I had to do like some art assignment and I, I drew a selfie of me and Ben first just because it was holy, it was funny. I saw him a warp tour and I'm like, I'm going to do that. So I brought that and I saw him in a subway as I was leaving. I was like, holy shit, no way. And now it's signed and framed in my room.
1: Of course, he was at a subway.
0: <laughs> I know. Um, but anyway, though, I actually, I do want to uh, start off by saying like how uh, nice of you it was to feature on our single like two, three years ago. I forgot actually how long it was in your head. Yeah. Honestly, it was such a nice favor. And, and I remember when I came up to you actually asking a work tour. I don't know why I was so nervous. I feel like because I barely knew you. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> that's no, that's fair. Yeah. Like, I, think I can ask anyone a question that's like, a, like a, a favor or or a feature or something. It's like in you look up to this person or you just had to ask a stranger. It's, it's always hard as fuck. So I get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I think at that time, too, I, I was probably like just graduated high school. I'm pretty sure that's when Ocrest started. And I was like, oh, shit. Actually, no, it was right after that in our second EP. But- 18, right oh sorry well
1: was, was that 2018 no oh you're talking about the work time we were on Warped Tour? yeah 2016
0: mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah but uh, anyway though so that was just sort of some uh, pre-intro questions that i had actually written down but first off i actually want to ask uh, how you're doing though like with uh with covid everything sort of what you've been up to
1: i'm good i'm just like i mean like everyone else i'm bored like i'm very bored all the yeah. time There's, saying it's funny like uh you, when you were like oh like you want to be on this podcast i was like yeah and i was like oh my god that's so funny i want to like Start a podcast of some sort. Like I don't know what to do, but I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm at the point of the, in quarantine where I'm like, oh, you know what? I need to buy a new MacBook, and I need to buy, uh, <laughs> I need to do this. I need to get like Logic and like all the stuff. And I'm like, so besides that, I'm I'm good. I'm just bored, you know. Man, you
0: you just listed off like so many things. I literally did like because of COVID. I got so bored. I started a podcast. Um, where we just interview musicians and that's pretty cool I got to talk with like Alex anton yeah um now you're up and I literally this is on like uh, my new macbook because i'm I'm trying to go to school like for audio engineering in September like at Metworks because yeah. I kept I kept putting that off because every year ocrest just kind of kept getting bigger and bigger and I'm like eh, I don't think I really want to uh, try that out. <laughs>
1: I I think that this would be the year to do it because then you can also like put school on hold if you ever need to. But also exactly. Yeah. The door is like this would be the year, I think.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I kind of just said, fuck it. I had a big line of credit and I just like one night. I'm like, all right. One night decision. I'm like, okay, new MacBook. And uh, yeah, here we are.
1: What did you get? Like a MacBook Pro or an Air?
0: Uh, it's it's a pro. It's a it's actually it's a 2020 um, MacBook 2020 Pro. Uh, it's got like the Touch Bar and everything. It was refurbished, so I got it for pretty a uh, pretty good deal.
1: Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at whatever, regardless, an Air or something. <laughs> so, but you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. And funny enough, though, too, this is actually uh, my first episode in my new apartment. I just moved in Toronto as well. Yeah, um, you live in, something? Uh, yeah, North York. Okay, but that's like sucks. Sorry.
1: No, I was saying. Uh, I was just saying like. Like, where in North Northern? What Like, what subway station?
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm on yeah. uh, Sentinel and Finch.
1: Oh, so, like, Finch Station. Okay.
0: Yeah. And funny enough, though, like, first, um, probably two nights in, uh, we apparently got, like, report of, uh, like, another shooting or someone. And I'm like, oh, sick. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it was apparently at, like, 5 a.m. Like, uh, like my dad. my dad told me. He's like, oh, I saw on CTV, like, some rapper shot a 20-year-old. I'm like, oh, shit.
1: Oh my God. Holy fuck.
0: Yeah. And that what? happened like two blocks away from us. We woke up at 5am oh. to the sirens. And I was like, Holy shit.
1: What the fuck? So, it's a <laughs> nice like, bright
0: start to living in Toronto.
1: The first time I ever moved to Toronto was, Oh, I'm going to date myself. Cause I'm almost there. I was. <laughs> or, I'm, I'm going to have been 20. So it was like 10 years ago or almost 10 years ago. And I lived, uh, I moved to the rabbit uh, above the rabbit front in Sherburn. And the first day I was there, someone got stabbed in the face. Like I was, I was upstairs probably unpacking. I don't know what happened, but uh, funny enough, I didn't hear anything or notice anything. And then I looked at all the police cars and I went downstairs later that night to get stuff from the store. And it was like, you couldn't go in because someone got stabbed. And I was like, Oh shit. This is the first day.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, last year, I think we were playing like some random Barry show at the Fox and we (laughs) saw like all these sirens and stuff. Cause I'm pretty sure at the same time it was like a bunny hop, like the college, like, like um, bar crawls. And we oh, saw these, fl- we saw these flashing lights. We're like, okay, like there's just some police here. And we found out the next morning, like literally somebody got stabbed and died right outside of our show. I'm like, Jesus.
1: Oh my God. What the fuck's going on? in Barry.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, like, unfortunately the Fox is shut down now, but yeah, yeah it's Barry.
1: <clears throat> it's, it was sick. Like venues like that don't exist anymore. Like, like when I was growing up, going to shows in like the mid two thousands, I guess, But I guess. Yeah. It was like you could go to a show in Newcastle at this venue and a million people would be there and you can go to a venue in Campbellford to be a million people there. So it's kind of sick that like, I remember when Seaway played the Fox or sort whatever, of, right? Like, yeah. But now it's like gonna way, the Fox, like two nights or whatever it was. I was like, Holy shit, that's sick. Like that. <laughs> because in the States you can go to every small town You'd be like Jersey. And then like the equivalent of like Ajax that's close to Jersey and there'll be like the exact same amount of people. It's like sick, but yeah. And on... Hamilton, London, Ottawa, Toronto, like, <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah, it was kind of unfortunate. Uh, see we never hit up Newmarket for those dates because I think the jam spot would have been perfect for that kind of show.
1: We played the jam spot a long time ago and it was pretty sick. I can only <laughs> imagine what, what seaway would be. It'd be it'd be fucked. <laughs> it'd be so I hacked.
0: actually it's funny. I have that written down in my notes because I never went to any of you guys' show um in Newmarket because obviously I, I actually discovered you guys with your self titled ep with pure noise. Um, oh. but I, I heard stories of, um, you guys like were the band to cover sugar. We're going down at the, at the, at the jam spot. Yeah.
1: I don't know why that ever was a thing, but it, I guess we did, we did a, a follow up way cover set for one of those like fucking envoy cringe ass things back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I don't even get into that. Um, and we did a follow Boy cover set. And I think that was the one song we just, everyone wanted to hear. It was an easy crowd pleasers. So we just abused the hell out of yeah. it. Yeah. And so, yeah, that new market was definitely the jam spot was. I think we played there a couple times for sure. And we played it every time.
0: <laughs> yeah, no jam spots. Nice. Uh, I don't know. Probably still the same owner, Max. Like he's, uh, he's had our back like a million times, man. Like, yeah, we, 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 sorry.
1: No, I was gonna say we like every time, um, because Tay, like Taylor's a new market, uh, kind of, I guess his girlfriend lives in Chicago, so she's there a lot, but
0: yeah, I sold him my switch.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so when we, uh, when we go to um like Newmarket, if we're not going to do it at Tay's and we need more like equipment or whatever, like we need like bigger cabs and shit and it's in Tay's basement, we'll go to like the jam spot because like the guy's like super nice.
0: Oh yeah. <clears throat> no, we did a show, um like an acoustic Facebook live show, like last May to to raise money for him because yeah, all these venues are going to shut down. Like this was like the only way we could sort of help out and uh,
1: it helped yeah, a t- little bit.
0: So thankfully like Max is still running. I think as soon as shows actually start happening again, like, the jam spot's going to start to get packed again because I
1: think once I think once the world opens up people are going to be begging to go to anything I hope that this sounds so like lame but like back in the day when I was like in grade 10 every Friday night you didn't matter like there was a show somewhere like in Whippy or Oshawa or some shit like you would just go to it like it'd be like yeah it'd be like a band like these silhouettes or something like headlining so like a hundred people at the show but like or there'd be, like, a 100-cap room, but, like, it was a 100 people in the room on a Friday night. Like, that was the spot to be. I think with all this, like, stuff, people, like, having so much FOMO and stuff, I think shows are going to just do well. Like, people are just going to... For the first little bit, for sure, the first year, it's, like, every show is going to be... You're going to be, like, holy shit, this is great.
0: Yeah, and that's going to be amazing. I think we've only sold out the jam spot, like, once, and that was probably with our N-Maria Drive EP uh, release there. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that place, it takes you're, a lot to pack it up.
1: Oh, like... Oh, every, sorry, you're gonna be selling it out every show hopefully now because it's gonna be like <laughs> i think people really like they're not gonna take it for granted anymore
0: no yeah i've i've definitely done that though as well too where i've been like oh like i don't know if i have 10 bucks to to spare because i'm like I, I was like either in high school or i'm like just broke and i'm like yeah sorry i can't make it to a show now it's like
1: I, I sometimes i don't have ten dollars so people just how it goes
0: <laughs> yeah but sometimes you just end up there at like at a show
1: yeah totally and like the thing too like one i'm gonna like i'm gonna travel for shows again like that was the most fun and i think now like it's gonna be one of those things yeah like i said it's gonna be such high demand for live music that's gonna be fucking you know cause people just miss like i don't know it's so funny like when silverstein did that thing last year the like live thing at the drive-in yeah uh my friend took a video of like because like I was it's was like a tailgate people like sitting drinking in the car or whatever and he, my friend John took a video and it was like people like like a, like a bubble of like a car like moshing <laughs> like pushing each other around and I was like holy fuck what the hell is that but then I was like yo I actually like this like I miss this
0: yeah <laughs> honestly not gonna lie
1: I miss energy to things like energy behind things like there's none of that anymore so
0: yeah, I, I even like miss like the, um, like that one, two rowdy guy to pop punk show. Like there's always that one guy, like, you know who I'm talking about. There's always like the one yeah. guy who's totally hammered out of his ass. Just
1: the guy doesn't belong there, but now, like, now my head, I'm ahead of my, No, that guy belongs there. He needs to be there for like me. To oh, be yeah.
0: There. The, it keeps the energy sort of like all intact there.
1: <laughs> I think, I think it's going to be absolutely wild when shows happen again. Like people are just going to, like, once they announce, kind of when we can go back to some sort of normality p- people are going to start announcing shows like preemptively you know and like announcing tours and shit and it's just going to be like that like sold out lots of things sold out of, like support going to be cool yeah and
0: that's and that's going to be good for the music scene also too with um i feel like with mgk and all like these like popular mainstream artists like coming sort into the pop punk scene it's gonna be huge for it, i feel
1: i hope fucking mgk brings like pacific on a tour or we can play <laughs> with him like i know that's like that's literally asking a lot but like he shaped he's bringing that side of like early 2000s pop punk like blink 22 kind of stuff back again and like that shit's not on the radio anymore it's not on anything and it needs to make a resurgence and it's it's never gonna die and it's always gonna make some sort of resurgence but it's making a resurgence in like the perfect time where that when shows come back and it's crazy again it's like hopefully people like wishing kelly will bring out like younger bands like fucking i found the spider hold on <laughs> oh god no i didn't actually i can't get it because it just went into a crack
0: to recap before we started recording jordan found a spider and couldn't find it but
1: yeah i literally sat down on the couch and i saw it crawling away and i was like oh, i'll just throw it outside i'm not really scared of it and then i realized it was really big and it's the color of the carpet so i'm more grossed out than i'm gonna step on it at my bare feet <laughs> yeah um but it's gone now so i guess he just lives here i like, guess he just, he just pays rent <laughs> now <I don't. laughs> oh man anyway regardless that's done um but yeah hopefully like mgk we will bring up bands like state champs and like neck deep and all these like big bands in the fucking genre and then they can bring us out you know like word of mouth and and shit yeah. like that like i, I hopefully it goes into that cycle i don't know we'll see but
0: well state champs have already opened up for mgk right
1: yeah totally but i'm saying yeah. like you know just like, like
0: bring them on tour
1: Lil Aaron, who isn't like huge, but like has huge numbers, and like I don't really that matters, but and he's he's big. Lil Aaron's obviously big, but he tweeted like, "I'm a realist and an optimist, and I swear to you, I'm not getting over this." And everyone was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> "Oh and he goes, yeah. and everyone was like, "So that crossover between like emo rap and like and like trap and pop punk and pop rock, like I think would." do really well so hopefully that'll happen and then they can just bring bands and like all my friends out
0: <laughs> yeah no that would be dope uh it's actually funny emo rap is one thing that i never really sort of got into because i it's, it's still even fairly new to me where i'm like okay well i like that it's sort of crossing genres because rap has been like on the front line for like a long time now i feel yeah. but yeah i know definitely with mgk now like coming into the pop punk scene i definitely feel like um maybe pop punk will be number one and- again who knows
1: I find that's more like pop punk than it is like borderline emo rap, but like what is, I don't even know what emo rap is anymore because like when it first started, it was just like garage band beats with someone like singing over like a Silverstein riff or something like a yeah. sample. And now it's like bands like nothing, nowhere and all those guys that are like big and it's really lots of production. And it's, it's more like rock music, with pop <laughs> sense of, than it is like rap, but then yeah. it will be like a trap beat somewhere. But I mean, it's cool. Like there's so many different shits like that, but it's like, it's all in the same realm of underground music. And I think that it's going to be literally crazy in the next year.
0: Yeah. And, and like you said, though, like it is sort of insane how like there is like this, this pop punk genre scene that it's never going to die out. So it's just going to stay the same, but also it's going to like transform it all. So I did some digging as obviously as a host should. I, um, I did some research on you guys. Um, so with like your first EP, like the worst dot, dot, dot. <laughs> uh, coming out in May 2011, um, I noticed obviously I had like that sort of like more Blink 182 pop punk sound. I and I was sort of wondering like what made you tr- sort of transition your sound into what it is now.
1: Honestly, when the band started, it was one of those things where someone just said, "Hey, do you want to join a band?" And I was like, "Yes." and we just started jamming, and you play a little like local show here mm-hmm. and there, and that was it. Like it was like whatever. um But we were we like wrote most of the stuff in like 2010. And we didn't, rec- we didn't have money to record till 2011, but by 2011, we were writing- when we were recording those songs, we were already kind of like had a couple other songs and-, and like ideas in the books. And then like, I think once 2012 hit is when we were like, we didn't really want it. we like, you know, when you like write something and you're like, oh, this is great. And then like a year later, you're like, oh no, like even if people like it, are you really like, we don't even sound like that anymore. Or like, yeah. oh, my- I- oh my God, no way to hear the new stuff. It was like that. It was like a little late coming out and like a little did and then 2012 was really the year we were like yo we don't want to do this like let's do what we want to mean, Chris already lived in the city and I lived in Pickering so I just or I lived in Scarborough at the time so I just moved to the city and I was like okay like let's just take it from here and that's how we kind of changed our sound I think it was just like uh we were following the times and the trends kind of thing and yeah. then once we got a little more serious we're like all right what do we want to do and we we're like okay we want to be like a <laughs> faster bands you know what i mean no breakdowns kind of thing and so then we just changed it and that was it so yeah, yeah.
0: no that's that's cool to learn though because um obviously like i said i've um i discovered you guys like with like your self-titled ep um like just the ep called like pacific with pure noise um funny actually about that story i i got that c i got that cd in the mail by new damage because i i won a contest with seaways i did that like every other week uh when i was in high school just yes yeah. Whatever, and um, I think it was like it was a contest to go to a Seaway and Man Overboard show, but it was a nineteen plus, and me being in high school, I couldn't go. So they're like, "Hey, so you can't come, but like here's free CDs and free shit." And I was like, going through it, I found Silverstein that way. I found you guys with that uh, with that ep and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Oh no
1: way! Wait, how how old are you? What year were you born? Uh,
0: ninety eight. So turning twenty three this year.
1: Okay, yeah, you're ninety eight. Yeah, my friend Blair. It's so funny, my friend Blair is born in 98 and uh and like but all of her friends like are like my age and it's crazy like (laughs) like when someone says like yeah i got into silverstein in 2015 i'm like oh my god but it's cool it's cool (laughs) it's all recyclable like this shit happens in waves all the time like i was listening to silverstein in 2004 like every single day i was 13 years old but and it makes total sense like you were probably around the same age like 15 ish you know yeah and yeah it totally makes sense it's sick it's sick <laughs> like yeah but just- well
0: like fr- yeah like from what i can remember though like i got into like the whole emo like alternative scene like when my brother gave me like my first uh, mp3 and he just had like green day and my chemical romance loaded onto it totally and, yeah yeah and that's what sort of got me into that it's funny i how i'm like the biggest blink fan right now but i got into blink 22 not until like high school and i knew of them but i was just like like actually like, okay this is like the band that i want to draw inspiration from probably like yeah like my freshman year of high school
1: yeah that's like uh like like 22 for me was it's crazy to think that like listening to silver scene in 2004 and then you're listening to silver scene 2015 you know what i mean like that was fuck that that's so, like you know what i mean like that's wild um but yeah like bands like that like i was listening to that was like might have been i was like probably 12 or 13 you know what i mean it was like it was like i don't know even how i found i think i was watching like much loud and i heard like <laughs> show or something and i saw like mxpx and like taking back sunday and stuff like that and that's how i kind of got into it but um which is so funny it's like because those bands are still kicking doing well oh, i know you we were fans of different ages like those bands like taking back sunday and like Silverstein, like are like older than me. like they're older than me and like the people that like them were older than me like my friends who were like two or three years older than me in their 30s were the ones that were listening to it first you know yeah so well, yeah because like,
0: shane is like 40 right
1: he just turned 40 yeah oh that's fucked That's like now that it matters (laughs) it's fucked to think like they've been a band for like 22 years or some shit like 1999 2000 whenever they started or whenever they got together like that's fucked to think it's cool though because it's like look at them they are still killing it so it's like yeah yeah.
0: no and i and i listened i listen to shane's podcast too which probably like draw drew a little bit of inspiration for this podcast and like
1: hearing to start a podcast too i was like oh man this is fun (laughs)
0: it honestly is like it you know it actually started because uh me and my guitarist jacob graves like uh, i would i would just call him like every day we would just talk for like hours and like i don't even know what about so we're like hey let's just start a podcast
1: if you can like monetize or like not even monetize you can like do something creative and fun like that like fucking go (laughs) it's if you're gonna talk anyways like it's like me and donnie we're like how do we monetize our stupid ass friendship, but also how do we like, just even not monetize it, just have fun with it. And we're like, yo, podcast or like TikTok shit. So like, yeah, totally. It's like, if you're going to be doing it anyways as a part of you, like, might as well.
0: Yeah. And, in, in like with COVID, like definitely going into what now we're coming out of the second wave. I feel, I think it's like, end uh, start of March. Um, it's, it's definitely, it's hard to stay creative to be honest. Like, since... Dude, the first-
1: i didn't do anything everyone was, we were doing a record like the record's not even done like it's almost done we have like we're working <laughs> on their songs yeah. we we're working on the here it's kind of hard and go i guess so i'm not like beating myself up over it but the first three months i didn't do anything creative i was like we weren't in the studio because it was like everyone's like it not leaving their house and everyone's like oh is this is perfect time to be creative and i'm like no it's not because you're for- <laughs> you're forcing it
0: yeah oh by, by the way nice water bottle
1: that's fucked that's <laughs> insane i didn't i I was i was looking at it i was like what's this mirror image going on like
0: yeah no it was funny um not too long ago like when uh, we were recording our last thing with anton Mm -hmm. i I had this water bottle out and that's where i found like found this water bottle from because i'm like that's a nice water bottle i love pure noise so i bought it um we're in the studio?
1: sorry you got off the pure Noise website
0: yeah it was when they were doing like a limited run they're like oh there's only like 10 left and i'm like all right i'm gonna snag one even though it's like 70 bucks
1: (laughs) it was that much money
0: yeah because it's shipped from like california and it's a really nice water bottle i'm like i needed a new it, water bottle anyway
1: that like i could put something really hot in it and i could keep this outside for like 20 minutes and the outside would be freezing cold and the inside is still really hot
0: yeah it's a hydro flask
1: it, yeah it's, it's fucking great like and we got like i mean i'm like i'm sorry you had to pay 70 bucks they so got it free but they <laughs> they ended i like, we get a christmas present like every year from pure noise like for the most part and okay this is like funny i'm just gonna show it but like they gave us a blanket one time oh hell yeah it's sick and then like the water bottle was last year and then like we got a coffee mug the year before but the coffee mug is so amazing and it's so nice but every single one was damaged they all the chip in the exact same spot and they were like yeah sorry and we we're like fuck okay <laughs> whatever <laughs> so it just has a bunch of pennies in it and shit right now on my shelf
0: damn yeah no i remember the the age of the of the mug i remember at that time too i wanted to buy it but i feel like i was in like high school then and i'm like i can't pay 70 dollars for a mug uh, oh,
1: fuck. yeah the shipping like yeah it's that's always like the best when you have to go in with someone and be like hey like i want to buy shit off the site let's split shipping and shit you know because it's like yeah oh, that's pricey okay yeah you don't need a 70 dollars coffee mug you don't need
0: one <laughs> no no no
1: are you curious but it's not that nice
0: no i mean but i mean like in like even like our sort of uh goal is to either be like signed a pure noise or major labels so like hopefully one day we could just get some free shit
1: you got <clears and you're like, throat> signed I, it was like so hard to believe it was like whoa we're on pure noise this is crazy and the first time i went to the office i punished them i literally took every single thing i could that was free <laughs> they probably I was a loser but i was like this is sick
0: no yeah, no i would do the same thing actually so um this just came up like a probably a few days ago um I think, like, since White Claws came to Canada, if you notice, I am drinking a White Claw, too. Sponsored. Yeah.
1: I'm um, so, t- uh, like, a sober, well, not sober, I'm smoking weed, but I'm, like, not drinking all of February, uh, and I just can't, like, it's it's actually really easy, but I'm so bored that I'm, like, I just want it to be done. Like, I just want it
0: <laughs> Well, Amy, yeah, it's, it's done, like, next Monday, I think. Anyway, though, so yeah. I got a notification probably about two days ago, and since White Claws came to Canada, yeah, like, I saw... I'm pretty sure I saw Derek uh, starting off by drinking White Claw. I'm like, what the fuck is that? So then I tried my first one because Letdown came from the States. And I asked him
1: to
0: bring bring me a pack of White Claws because I wanted to try them. And it changed my life, man. Like, I haven't drank beer since I started drinking the White Claw. And then I started drinking so much that people just recognized me from the White Claw. So I would just fake say, like, yeah, I'm sponsored. And... <laughs> and probably about two days ago, like I put out uh, a picture. Actually, let me see if I can find it. It's uh, we like uh, in the summertime, we uh, me and a few friends went to my cottage and we we had like this, like this basically like big Olympic games. But because everybody just in coincidentally brought white claw, yeah, if you can see that, we made like a little like trophy out of white claw cans. And <laughs> I tweeted that last August and they finally just responded, they're like. Winners deserve something. Like send us your email and like your shipping info, and we're just gonna send you some shit. I'm like, no fucking way. That's
1: so sick. Like, I hope you get like, this wouldn't happen, but I hope you get like a skid of <laughs> like, like no, fucking- I would
0: love that. Cause yeah, hey. since last hey. February, um, I think that's when like we went on our first tour. I was drinking like Cottage Springs at the time because I was just hooked on vodka sodas.
1: But it's like, oh wait, Cottage Springs is like the smaller Red bully looking cans, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I'm thinking of oh, uh, Georgian Bay gin smashes, yeah, yeah. those are so good, but they're like that's a, that's just a hangover.
0: Yeah, they're dangerous. Like, white claws, I don't know. I feel it's, like this feels like water to me now because, um, because of COVID, like we've counted how many cans we brought, we brought them to the beer store. Like, we, we've probably drank in like over a thousand cans of white claw like since start. It's uh, fucked, man,
1: <laughs> I I don't know. Like, I think once December hit, I just was like, okay, like I'm alone, we're locked down. I'm not going to drink as much. I think I maybe drink like 10 times between December and February 1st. I like just, which is weird for me because like, like drinking is so socially norm for me because I work at a bar and we go on tour and do this. And, yeah. and what, so now I'm just like, I'm like, I think I'm going to get White Claw right when I go back. I don't want to drink a beer. you know. So- <laughs>
0: Yeah, no beers make you feel like so bloated and like you can you cap out like, I don't know, I cap out like six. I'm like, you know, like I got the stale taste in my mouth like it's just
1: or I'm like, just have drunk lunches. I want to eat and then you just want to drink any more beer because it's so filling. So it's like at least White Claw. There was a thing where I don't know, last year, like not even I think maybe 2019 because I guess last year was a write off. But Mm -hmm. where me and my friends would we just call it shot night where we would just (laughs) no matter what we would like, we would have a drink but we would like do lots of shots as opposed to drinking. So I, I don't know drinking a few drinks at a bar, but I have like six shots in that night. And I was, that's a lot. You know what I mean? But like, you really just like, I'd have these two drinks over like four hours, but then it'd be like, maybe like warm because we're be doing so many shots. And we just had to stop. Yet yeah. it. it was nice. Cause we get so fucked up, but it was like, what are we doing? Like, why are we just, why are we just getting fucked up off of shots for no reason?
0: It reminds and- me of, um, me and jacob used to literally just go to buffalo wild wing and like it was just me and him and like there'd be nobody else in the whole store and it'd just be me him the bartender we would just get completely hammered order like 40 (laughs) wings and our bar tabs would probably be like 200 bucks by the end of the night because we'd just be like order six four nine shots tequila it's just me and him having a time with the bartender and ordering wings it was the best time
1: i yeah my my thing is i go to far side a lot in the east end because my friend owns it and like we'll go there and it's like my, I'll even like, I don't like, I can't really like, my tolerance isn't crazy. So, like, six drinks will get me absolutely loaded. And so, like, me having like five or six shots with like two or three beers is fucked. Like, it <laughs> and like our bill would be like 80 bucks, which I think is like, you know, it's not that much, but it is a lot for a, a yeah. night out. But spending that, and then it's like the next day, you're like, obliterated, hangover. I'm like, fuck. And I was like, I don't miss that at all. But right now, I fucking miss that. I'm so bored. I miss that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I definitely miss uh, definitely miss going out to bars. Like I used to live right off Main Street, in Newmarket, and that was like the place to be. And then yeah, yeah now we're living in North York. Not really much around, but um, but yeah, I know. Like with sorry,
1: I mean like you. I mean the the you could take like the bus, I guess, like south. I mean, you're you, if you went from like Finch to like Young and Eglinton, at least there's like a couple things around there, or like Davisville. That's like nice. Yeah bars that are like small towny kind of bar, which is sick but i mean yeah there's not much up there it's like it's kind of just <laughs> living and working
0: yeah and i mean like it's it's nice so i still got to get used to toronto because i'm a i'm a new market keswick guy and yeah. this is a first like i finished my first week in the city not really city north york but
1: no but i mean you're still in okay you're in a different city you're in a different city so it doesn't matter what yeah city.
0: exactly <laughs> um right. but yeah no. anyway back to the white claw though Mm -hmm. um so i have no clue what they're gonna send me they just put out like um they just put out promo for like the new flavors like watermelon and raspberry yeah i don't i don't know if they can ship like um i don't know if they can ship alcohol right to my door but like that would be tight if they could just like ship me the new flavors early
1: like white claw canada or is it like white claw like it's like worldwide i'm assuming so it's probably in the u.s
0: no it's white claw canada so
1: oh i think they'd be able to ship alcohol to you like you just go right you probably just have to like uh like when they ship it to you, they just probably like the DHL guy will make you sign off showing that you're age or some shit for like liability stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, like anyway. Oh, I shipped it to my mom's house because I still don't trust shipping big shit down to our lobby.
1: Don't, man. Don't like they like they call them like porch pirates or whatever. Like, dude, I got you know. Have you ever seen those Instagram ads for Lumen? I don't think so. No. In care thing, it's like everywhere, and like I saw it one day and it was like seven dollars. You get like a month's worth of shit. I was like, okay, so I did it, and then like obviously pyramid scheme got hooked on it. Like, cause it's fucking whatever. <laughs> Like they charge you, whatever. But anyways, it came to my door and like, it was at my door for maybe 15 minutes and someone stole it. I was like 15 minutes. And I live on, I live on a quiet street in Toronto. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, it, cause you live close to Anton and like, yeah, you live in like a nice area.
1: Yeah. I live so close to Anton. It's like this little quiet thing. And it's like, literally someone just walked down my side street and like took my package. It's it happens Every day happens every day.
0: Yeah um but yeah i mean like i'm hoping they send me the uh, the new flavors early if not like just like some like like a jack like a white cloud jacket would be dope as shit too
1: okay a jacket like a sweat- sick sweater or a sick like hat yeah like, like a, a
0: good-
1: nice like a promo hat like a flex fit or some shit or like a dad hat like like a nice snack like, like a bucket hat <laughs> like a bucket hat, like a constructed hat would have been so sick but it's like yeah that's it maybe i, gotta go I look- should i add to this and look what they have oh sorry I'm going to look on the web, uh, the website after and see what they have to buy after this.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, free White Claw for me, though, would be fine, too. But, yeah, I'm shipping it to my mom's house because I don't trust it here. And Aussie, uh, f-
1: Like, a six-pack? Like, who cares? It's free.
0: Yeah. No, and That's- the fact that I, I can just take a picture with it and say, like, yeah, I'm sponsored, so this was free.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, shipping it to my mom's house, though, because I definitely don't trust it. I work for, like, an American financing company, so I I... I deal with like on the daily, like people like creating disputes going like I ordered a PS five and it was stolen right off my doorstep. I'm like, that sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, and how do you figure, how do you figure if like some of them are lies and shit? You know what I mean? Just to get yeah. like, like, I don't know. How no, do yeah, like, I'm that? like the
0: one, I'm like the one who opens up the dispute. So we ask for like police reports and like all this I, shit.
1: Yeah. You kind of have to, because the, the, some people probably expect like, Oh my God if I maybe just say it got stolen and have like a friend steal off a portion of this video footage or some shit, maybe they'll yeah. get like, like it's kind of sick, but it's also fucked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they would just yeah. get their loan completely like written off. Like they don't know it anymore. And they just got a PS five as well. So I don't know.
1: I'm going to <clears> cheers <throat> you. Use you a weed pen. You can hit the white cloth.
0: Oh yeah. And- cheers, man. COVID second lockdown surviving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just I've been writing a lot, though, like since since I uh, probably last March, I think I wrote like 17 songs. We're actually we're trying to do like our first uh, record right now, too. And like, they go back.
1: seventeen. So what? 17 songs. It's taken like a year to write eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is, though, like since this is like our first record, I don't want to cap it. Like I'm never satisfied. I'm like, I want to get to 30 before I like, going like, OK, that one makes the record. That one doesn't. This one may make the record like we have I want a lot to pick from.
1: 11 songs and like eight so far have made the record and they're strong. Uh, and we just wrote another one today and then like we haven't, it's done. It's like all the scratch stuff. So it's like we're getting there. Like it's almost done. It will be, it'll be done like in a couple weeks, but it's taken that long because I've COVID and like everyone living in different areas, but then also yeah. like just motivation. Like how the fuck do you get motivated like when you're, when you move from the bedroom to the living room?
0: Dude, it's hard, man. Like, especially with me too moving now like i've sort of lost my privilege to my my 412 orange cab 100 watt head because i live in an apartment yeah. building now so now i'm anton gave me the idea to just sort of like run through plugins so i got to get to know that and then my creative space will start going again but i'm like i'm so much more used to a physical you're amp
1: you're in a space that's like I'm not going to allow you to like play a fucking guitar at like and at, at, at this hour or like this loud but yeah, like I don't know, like I'm buying a I'm buying a interface off tomorrow off of Brad actually, which is really funny because I'm like, I just need to do something else, you know, like fucking do something creative, and this is like a perfect step to do it. Like we we're talking about earlier, like MacBooks and shit. Like you get a new MacBook, yeah, but it's like, it's and it's weird because I'm like, okay, cool, like I'm gonna have like all this like musical shit going on. But I got to adapt to it in an apartment as well, you know, because I mean? I'm not living with yeah. my parents at home where I can play drums in the basement or something, you know, like it's like, <laughs>
0: fucked. Yeah, but to so to, to go back to actually like what you were talking about though, like how sort of your guys' sound changed like just naturally. Um, yeah, like I wanted to bring up the fact that like like we're sort of doing the same thing too. I can actually send you our next single that we haven't released yeah. yet. We just did with yeah. Anton. I yeah. totally feel like that though, too. Like we we started out as sort of like a blink 182 cover band and had like more of like a punk rock thing. And now like I feel like we're going to like more of like a popular direction, but like it's, it
1: it's totally just impression. It's like it's like you realize. It's, and people will call it selling out no matter what, but it's not. It's like you oh, yeah. you want to appeal to a bigger crowd and make money so you can make a living off of music, but also keep what you're doing. And even if you fucking changed your sound, and you were like literally a trap artist tomorrow or whatever you wanted to be. Yeah. It like, like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like as long as you're like, I don't know. I wish like Pacific would get fucking, I would sell out. I would, <laughs> I would sell out a heartbeat because I would, I know I would still be able to have creative control. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, so, um you know so
0: whatever well i i feel like uh you guys potentially did sell out when i saw your tweet saying that you wanted to host the uh, the ama awards yeah. in like 2015 i feel
1: <laughs> dude i pun it i didn't have twitter at that time either and i literally punished the shit out of the ap like ap and they were probably like ap yeah yeah into into like ap shit like not super often like not that it fucking matters but like no not often and i'm like i wonder if i like annoyed the shit out of them like i would just tweet at them or i sorry i would just like tag them in things and just write the dumbest shit and they're probably like we get it like you're clout chasing
0: (laughs) that's what i feel like was with white claw too because i would do the same thing and i would just be like oh yeah thanks to my sponsors shout out to my sponsors and then then they finally got back to me i was like holy shit like this is real now like that's the clout now that i can i push it everybody's face i'm like i'm sponsored now i'm sponsored now
1: (laughs) this i would rather like this one this one guy like messaged me and said hey i make underwear like sick underwear like sacks kind of style and i was like okay and He was like we want to give like pacific a bunch of underwear and i was like okay and he like sent <laughs> us a bunch of it was the best underwear ever but like none of us posted it or like i never talked about it. i don't give a shit like whatever it was just like so rude but like it was like because the guy was giving us free underwear but it was like i would i don't know speaking of, i would rather have a bunch of white cloth <laughs> like that is something yeah. like
0: I mean, like, a good, like, a good pair of underwear definitely goes a long way, though. Like, um, shout out to that guy. But, it was, yeah.
1: I feel bad, like, but the thing is, then again, like, he, like, the whole joke was, like, oh, man, his business went under because, like, we didn't post about it. But it was, like, obviously a joke because his business just like, he's just stopped. He stopped posting about underwear, and now he just posts about, like, like, uh, like, show dogs and shit. And I'm, like, fuck, like, did you, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, thank <laughs> you for like, what's going on, like, you know, like.
0: You know, pop punk sounds change. Uh, who'd have thought that a, a company would change that drastically? Holy shit! <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, <laughs> no. That's weird. though Like, I mean, like, like changing pop punk shit like that. Like your sound is that's just progression. Like it doesn't matter if it's selling out or whatever. You know, like it's just fucking. Who cares? It's just progression. You get older oh, yeah. and your your music tastes adapts a little bit or changes a little bit so whatever.
0: yeah no like from our last ep i was drawing inspiration from like just typical pop punk bands like neck deep uh you guys even too like state champs all this shit and like we put out like like i feel like a generic pop punk like ep which is it's just reasonable but now like i've i've always been like a big seaway nut like since i've gone into the new age pop punk scene and yeah. draw, drawing inspiration from them and seeing where they draw inspiration from i'm on like a fountains of wayne kick right now a weezer <laughs> kick it's a, like those,
1: yeah. It's funny because like the Seaway guys have always, always been super into like rock music, like like yeah. they're like you know like when bands like like Dirty Nail and shit like that were coming out and they were, they you were, mean like you like, think Seaway would be friends with bands like Trickly, knuckle Knucklepuck and all these bands, but these these guys are like they're like actual rock stars and like listen and have a wide range of music as opposed to like you know. And my band for us, I I feel like Greg and Luke are very, very into like a lot of indie, like they love indie, which is kind of nice where that comes into like a lot of like, stuff comes out very melodic sounding because of like the indie shit, like the pop and then tays into everything. Brad is, you know, literally Mr. Loves hardcore, but but like is a genius at writing like pop and like emo stuff. And that's what he, he's like also that, you know what I mean? And there's me, like, I, 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 now like a lot of like everything, but yeah. it's, it's just personal growth with music. And like, you'll find that when you're like 28, 29 years old, you're gonna be like, Oh, I fucking love that song, rain in July by neck deep. It's fucking amazing. I still love that song, but you you understand like why they changed and
0: yeah. Uh, like,
1: like you just, it's
0: oh. yeah. I know like your interests change. Um, I definitely never thought that I'd be getting into like the cars again, another big Seaway influence, like the cars, um, yeah. cheap trick. Like I knew of these bands, but I never actually was like going to give them a chance. And
1: it's just like, you're like, once you listen to someone else's influences, it re- you really get it. Yeah. Like them Seaway covering the cars. It's like, it just sounds like Seaway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I totally get it but I, I wonder if what, what like the would have to cover for us to be like, that's like a seamless cover. Cause the only cover we've ever talked about doing that. We've never done is fucking totally mortal by AFI just cause it's really fast minute. It's two minutes. Yeah. And we were like, no one knows that era of AFI at fucking all. Why are we even doing that? It's like, I don't think, I don't think we're going to be a, like, I don't know if we're ever going to cover a song. I don't know. It's weird. I we did right in the past, but like, I don't know. like, it's something, it's crazy, like what influences. Like, I'm like, if I were to name everyone's influences right now, I'd be like, Greg straight up listens to like Tancred and Now Now, like, and he has been for years. And like, Brad listens to, I don't even fucking know what Brad listens to because he just makes music. I don't even think he listens to music. <laughs> and Lucas, like, the 1975, like, literally, listens to 1975 all day. And then, like, one day in the car, he'll randomly put on like, an old album he really likes like a man overboard record or like yeah i sort of a hardcore band that doesn't exist anymore and it's like what the fuck like it's like everyone's music taste is like so crazy but it somehow works so i wonder what like pacific would like what our sound would be for us to cover a song that it just sounds like oh that just sounds like pacific you know like i don't know
0: yeah yeah with us going into the future too actually we were discussing this like i definitely really want to cover uh video killed the radio star because I'm like, it's got synth, like, and we're adding synth now in our songs and shit. Like, it's not like I feel like Seaway opened up, like, sort of like a big, like, window, I think, for like not just being generic pop, like pop punk. Like, pop rock is like a Are huge pop- thing.
1: Playing colleges and shit like that when we were younger, to going on like tours with way bigger bands and older bands and like kind of changing their sound a lot. To the Seaway finally found their sound in the last like three years.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I feel like they definitely hit it big with Big Vibe. Like, I feel like it might even be like my uh, my top record for this year, too. I mean, like, unless you guys drop the record.
1: Yeah, but- <laughs> we will drop. <laughs> I think my top record right now is probably Earth is a Black Hole by Teenage Wrist. That's my favorite record right now. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah, I just found out about Teenage Wrist, too.
1: And they had a singer before, uh, I think his name is Campton, and he left. Um, and so everyone was kind of worried about what the band would be because he was like the main writer and not. <clears throat> main writer but he was like one of the writers in like the voice and they got marshall is the other guitar player who did backup vocals so it's fuck it sounds like it sounds like uh dark polished like and, and this not like a, a darker new age polished version of like jimmy world yeah so it's yeah, like no, very I, emo so sick
0: yeah no i got that today too like i showed my girlfriend um teenagerist the first time too she was getting like turnover like citizen vibes from it now i'm like yeah
1: Totally, it's got that like crazy, like euphoric, like turnovery kind of guitar, like yeah. But it's got like, like that. I'm um, perfect example, like that Earth is a Black Earth is a Black Hole song. He's like, uh huh. like it sounds just like Jimmy Eat World. That's a Jimmy Eat World thing. Oh yeah. And it's like I don't even care that it's rip <clears> because <throat> it actually just works perfectly. Like
0: it's funny, have- like whenever I hear Jimmy Eat World, obviously I know like Anton is just the biggest Jimmy Eat World nut. So I constantly think, I instantly think of him like right away. If, uh, if, if he's actually <laughs> listening to this
1: straight up Jimmy Eat world and then like pop music, it's like, yeah, crazy. no, like
0: they're, they're uh, a lot more than the middle for anybody listening that doesn't know about Jimmy. Eat
1: world. <laughs> That's the thing too. It's like, when you think of it, like, you know, all the hits, but it's like, if you go back and listen to futures and clarity and stuff like that, like it's straight up front to back, like an amazing record, like <clears throat> all the, all the songs that didn't make it to the radio are like, like honestly, even better.
0: Yeah. And I felt like that with uh, with Fountain's of Wayne too, because me thinking and everybody else probably thinking too, they're just a one hit wonder band with Stacy's mom.
1: Listen to that Fountain of Wayne record. I had that record growing up uh, because of Stacy's mom, but like the rest of the record's amazing.
0: Yeah, no, like they got like Mexican Wine, Hey Julie, um, like so it's many.
1: Like the other big song, I find that like it didn't have any commercial success, but it, it should have.
0: Yeah, no, but I mean, like look at like not like it matters, but like look at like their Spotify listeners still like they still have like over a million and like they're still they're so crushing it but i feel like that might just be mainly because of stacy's mom The great song
1: it, it, it's because of stacy's mom it's because and it's also because like uh like they'd be more so inactive like as the people forgot about them that like people are only ever going to go back to that song and there's so much new music out there that why would they have to go listen back to the whole record if they only like that one song or they only yeah. remember
0: yeah but, and i actually i had a hunch i tweeted this at seaway like a few days ago i feel like mrs david and stacy's mom is just the same person because i called them out on uh on their love for fountains of wayne and i that, that's, that's just my hunch
1: they, i think they posted like a couple weeks ago they posted something like oh like yeah i can't believe like we wrote mrs david like after the record was done and i was like oh whatever and then it like made it to the record and that's cool as fuck like that's that's how i think that we're doing it right now i'm like yeah we need to add another song or two but it's like the songs that we're doing right now we're like damn like where was this creativity and sound like a year ago
0: yeah no and i feel that i think that happened on our last EP too like we're like i was done and then the day before the studio i wrote a whole song like this is gonna make it like i want this one on the on the like on the ep so
1: yeah yeah totally no that's exactly it's like you're constantly writing shit that's better like all the time and it's just that's just growth and progression yeah no
0: no it's all good man Um, But anyway, though, like I I love how like we sort of just got off topic about like white and shit because I like so (laughs) many questions written down because Zoom, I feel like it's just going to end any minute now. But I mean, like,
1: all right, let's let's do it then. Let's let's get some let's get the questions in and I won't I won't like go off course.
0: (laughs) No, but I appreciate though, like because like this is a podcast, like this isn't so much I like to think of it as like an interview. It's just
1: too give you whatever it doesn't have to be like strict you know but it's also like yeah no questions i would like to answer them so let's do it like
0: (laughs) fuck yeah okay uh let's see what i got written down here i just i got like jot notes just in case like conversations ever get stale uh but like i said i appreciate how we uh just sort of directed into other things because that's what i listen for in podcasts just sort of like conversations yeah totally uh so what i wrote down here i feel like we actually covered a lot of this too anyway um like all like the shit i had prior down uh, but what, I actually want to know what, like the, the thing you most miss most actually about touring and, uh, any tour, tour stories you want to share.
1: Oh, missed Or about touring the most would probably just be like uh, the camera cuts off and the podcast ends. No, <laughs> uh, I think, uh, probably like honestly, just seeing a lot of my friends like that I've made in the States and like in, in the UK, uh, I miss traveling to, I miss having like days off in giant cities, like where yeah. you play or or you play Baltimore and then the next day is like a day off and then the next day you play in New York City it's only like a three hour drive so it's like after Baltimore you drive to New York get a fucking hotel and the next day you just go shopping and go to all the places you want to eat I I miss like the uh, downtime in a big city on touring that's for sure but then besides that I honestly just miss playing like fucking crazy ass small venues in big cities like you play Jersey and you play like or you, you play like Philly and you play like a 200 cap room which is like not small but it's not like really big by any means but then that 200 cap room is like are you were really, the and you're in a good tour package thing and it's just fucking packed and it's like like a different country and this is happening so i honestly just miss touring in general it's really what i'm getting at but
0: yeah <laughs> uh any tour stories you want to share like any like the top like i'd say like top like two
1: uh <laughs> i don't know why i thought of this but on the state champ store like i learned that like we were playing that game odds a lot like what are the odds oh, yeah. and so like there's girl kelly mason and she was a photographer and she was so sweet and quiet and we ushered like during state champs to we we're like what are the odds you run across the stage with this bag of doritos and you empty the bag of doritos across the state champs stage and set and then stage dive and she basically did that but like the dorito just like went face first into everyone in the crowd and she stayed up <laughs> and just and it was like the funniest thing i've ever seen because she, i like it was just so weird to see a bunch of people like because no one's really stage diving mean, is like a barrier but she comes from side stage with a bag of doritos open upside down like spilling and everyone's just like mad <laughs> like it was, you know, uh that and the time that i did guest vocals for neck deep because ben was really sick mm-hmm. and the <laughs> second two nights he's really sick so the second night i like ran i think it was the second night i ran across the stage and i like threw my arm back like this to like when i like, it was like a stage move of some sort. And I smoked Sam, the guitar player, in the face so hard. And I turned around and didn't know. I thought I hit, like, an amp or something. Guess how hard I hit it. And I turned around and looked at him. And he was just so pissed. But, like, knew that it was no one's fault. Yeah. He was still playing. And, and he was just really embarrassed that everyone saw that. I smoked him. Jesus. Down on him with my arm. And he was, like, just fucking pissed. And, like, his face was, like, so red. And after the set, he was, like... He just wanted to strangle me, but he was laughing. It was crazy. It was like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> literally that moment, like the sh- I hate saying this, like the show must go on. But he literally had to act like nothing was wrong.
0: Well, yeah, you and have he just,
1: to. He was just beet red, like beet red. He must have looked awful in fucking photos. I feel so bad. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't in- know if I have any. I'm oh, sorry. I, I, I don't even have any other tour stories. Like, it's always like so situational, and like I think another tour story is the time that we we tore census fail and counterparts and movements and we all got like i don't day drink ever i don't like day drinking it just doesn't agree with me um but i got fucking hammered during the day and we went into a, a green room hot tub me and all of counterparts and it was in census fails green room so we were like not that we were like weren't allowed to be in there but it's like not our green room but we just went into <laughs> overtook it right when we got to the venue got hammered at 3 p.m and then literally had to play a show out. we like played at seven thirty. And like <laughs> Blake was fucking hammered, just walking around the venue in a towel and flip flops all day. Cause he just kept going back into the hot tub. Yeah. Like, know, like and we just got, yeah, we, I, that that was the most rock star I've ever felt. Like took over someone's green room. We, I'll have to send you the photo. It's like us with Jameson bottles, like in our underwear. Cause none of us have bathing. <laughs> it's like literally 3 15 PM. And we have like a huge show to play
0: yeah yeah day drinking uh, definitely hits different like um like to go oh. back to the story about like when we had the claw olympics at my cottage we're already planning like round two like inspired from letter kenny i don't know if you watch it um but like literally just sit down at a table 100 shots of white claw and whoever backs out um last is the winner
1: 100 shots so, like as like power hour you do, like, you do a shot of white claw
0: like a shot glass full of white claw and you just go back and then you just try to <laughs> just a hundred
1: how much is how many cans is that per person person i don't even know
0: i just know last year like probably each of us brought about two two fours because we're up there for like a whole week so we needed white claw for
1: every hour oh man no i uh i like i went to like i I didn't go to a lot of cottages growing up but i went to a lot as an adult and i go to my friends like every year there's like 10 of us that usually go. Like we didn't go last year or and we're probably not going to do this year, but like regardless, I fucking drank like a two, four of Smirnoff ice. Oh no. And it's straight up died. Like I just <laughs> like, I don't know. I know White Claw is not as sugary and all that kind of stuff, but I don't know if I can, I don't know. I wonder what my tolerance is going to be like in like a month.
0: Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like those Smirnoff is definitely, yeah. it's definitely a lot different. Like White Claw is like bubbly and all like these, yeah, like soda drinks, like soda waters, because like you can you don't taste the vodka. It's just it tastes like a hint of black cherry. That's why it's so fucking dangerous.
1: I know because it just tastes it goes down like water. Right. So like, you know, what I mean, like it's like totally dude, I'm fucking like, that sounds so funny. I'm ripped off of like this little pen like <laughs> 15 minutes ago with you. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, I, I wonder why alcohol tolerance is gonna be like, because my weed tolerance has gone down so much that I hit a pen once and I'm like.
0: No, it's it's all good. Like I again, even like to the point of COVID, I got to the point where like my girlfriend she bought me a PS five, and she got me like the webcam for it, and I got so bored that I just like I just started streaming video games just because I'm like fuck it. And everyone
1: and their mom has a Twitch channel, and it's fine because it's like (laughs) it's good because nothing at least you're doing something.
0: Yeah. And yeah, and like, like we were talking about earlier, like it's definitely hard to stay creative during COVID because it's, you wake up, you do the same thing every day. You don't go outside. It's fucking hard to stay. Like it's hard to stay inspirational and creative, man.
1: Yeah. There's like, like I said, it feels like forced because you see people being creative on the internet and you're like, okay, well, like I have downtime too. Like, why am I not creative? It's like, you're just forcing it. It just comes to you. It, it took the first like three or four months for like until the summer. When I was like going outside and like my overall mood was better, and I was, you know, chilling with my friends in the sun. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I feel like I can, I feel like I'm not for, I have all these other things going on, but I don't feel like I need to force this one thing. Yeah. And so it came out naturally, which is good. So, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, the whole, like, that's why I was like, oh, that's why it probably took me so long to buy it, thinking about buying a MacBook and all this shit. Cause I'm like, fucking, is this like one of those phases where I'm like, in two months from now, it's gonna be, <laughs> oh, like, I hope not, but like, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, no, I
0: I had to upgrade though. My MacBook last was from 2006, so I couldn't update GarageBand. I didn't have like any pitch correction, and then I I got this, and I'm like, holy shit, this is way smoother. I can have a hundred channels open, and it runs flawlessly. Like,
1: it's yeah, amazing. like my MacBook's from 2011, and it's like a, it's fucking, it's a it's a workhorse, but it's a it's like a it's a big beater for sure. Like it's slow as hell. Like so, yeah. I gotta sure
0: yeah i i gave my mom my 2006 one because she had one from 2002 so (laughs) like it it was even worse man like i i checked out her garage band because she was like recording something for a podcast everybody's doing podcasts now but it was it was ancient man but to get back to get back to like the streaming thing though so what i was saying is like my my white claw tolerance has always been terrible i have like maybe three or four and i'm like fucking gone but every time I was playing like call of duty, if I would die, I would just like chug a whole claw and I was just fucking hammered on my stream. And
1: yeah. How did you a hundred shots in a fucking cottage of white cloth? If you can only have like four and be drunk. Same here. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, yeah. Like,
0: well, I'm, that's, that's the challenge. Like I, I'm going to try to build my tolerance until the summer happens and hopefully we're allowed to see each other. And
1: time, funny. Cause no, you don't, you don't want to build your tolerance. Like it's like, <laughs> like, this break like a tolerance break almost because i'm like literally like fuck like it's 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 like muscle memory your booze knows exactly what to do with your body and it yeah sucks. yeah white claw takes over i mean fuck it like i can't wait to drink a like a nice drink it's funny because yeah. i just so want my fridge like and then like it just sits there now and i'm like and i'm not tempted by it at all which is crazy but i'm so bored that i'm like do i just fucking do it but i'm like no i'll just wait whatever <laughs>
0: well that's like me though too like the white claws are so tempting because they taste so good and they're just sitting in my fridge and the next thing i know it's been like a day and i'm done a variety pack i'm like oh shit
1: <laughs> yeah fuck a variety pack i've had one of those in a while i would just get i always just get mango black cherry is good but it tastes like medicine to me a little bit so yeah. i just get mango every and lime uh it tastes different in the states lime in the states tastes like a lime soda water here if it's like not freezing cold i found the texture is like milky or thick it or it is
0: something. yeah it's like syrupy and i I actually just got into lime like i i've been switching from mango to black cherry and then in the summertime i even thought to just mix them that's the greatest drink ever you got to try it um
1: <laughs> you ever put a shot of uh, vodka in it
0: no i've actually yet to do that
1: put a shot of vodka in it you'll change your life it's crazy <laughs> jesus hey eh? yeah it's it's bad but like i mean uh, also vodka and twisted tea oh shit vodka shot twisted tea you're gonna die but it's great
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no i'm still i'm i'm like i'm looking forward to the 100 shots because yeah like what i see like like four cans a complete like the tall boy cans yeah like they hit different like maybe a shots like will do different i don't know but, um, but to go back to the, the American like white claws though, like since I've had sort of like that, uh, comparison, they taste a lot better. I feel. Yeah. The
1: American white claw. I don't know everything about it. Like they're smaller cans and, and I, I'm a big fan of like Red Bull size can of drinks, like variety factories. Cause it's like, you just drink them at a normal pace. They don't get warm,
0: you know, yeah.
1: bring it out or some shit. Like, I don't know. And white claw when it's like not carbonated anymore, it just tastes so weird.
0: Yeah, you can't like you can't open a white claw, drink half it, put it in the fridge, and then drink the next. Like
1: you could do, just... do it with a beer maybe for like a little bit, but like a white claw, no. It's like it loses carbonation within in the first 30 minutes. Like
0: Yeah, if, if you're just drinking it flat, you're just drinking syrup and vodka and it's it's not good.
1: No, fuck no.
0: I love how we I love how we came back to the white claw topic though.
1: <laughs> it's 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 just showing that like I really miss drinking alcohol.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel Holy- like I've Yeah, I know. I feel like I bring it up, though, just because like I have so many scattered around my room and they're just like looking at me. I'm like, I need to talk about my sponsors are listening. I need to push. (laughs) I need to push the products. I
1: think talking about the hundred shot white cloth thing. Yo, Did you ever drink cold shots? You remember those? Yeah. So cold shots back in the day used to have a bullseye on it so you could stab it and shotgun and they had to get rid of it because that's what was was promoting shotgunning beers. (laughs) They got rid of it and like I don't know, I just, that's like, that was the, those were the best, because they were, like, this small.
0: Yeah, no, those were sick. I remember um, in Keswick, like, me and Jacob, there was, like, this big music festival around Keswick, and we were, like, of age now, so we're like, yo, let's just go get hammered and fucking walk around this festival in Keswick, Ontario. And, yeah, we just do, like, these cold shots in my, like, in my car, and, like, obviously, we, like, walk down to the whole festival, but, like, we just do them in my car so nobody would see, and then just, like, walk around after, like, drinking, like, fucking 10 of these cold shots.
1: (laughs) For six, because they're like six percent too. It's like fuck you up,
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, we're gonna end this off just like with a, I'd say like two more, two more last questions. Yep. Um, okay, one any tours or shows that have happened that you never thought would maybe happen for the future for like Pacific?
1: Um, fuck, it's hard to, it's hard because we like everyone's idea of a band that's big is bigger than everyone else's mind, you know what I mean? Like, you could think like neck deep is the biggest band in the world as opposed to like someone else in the streets be like no you know what i mean? feel like the
0: good charlotte show might, might be a contender <laughs> for you right
1: i, I guess because most people so many fucking people were like oh yeah but like they're like they're still around oh my god like oh my god they're washed up i guess i need money like all this shit it's like no fuck off like that band was like <laughs> so i'm gonna say good charlotte for sure um and then we played uh south by so what in which is like a south by southwest like not anti-thing, but like kind of in Texas. And I was like, it's gonna be a smaller thing for sure. But like I played with like fucking Seosin and shit like that. And like I'm trying to think of another band that was huge that was on that that I watched. Oh, uh Under Oath doing like yeah. 10, 10 years of like Define the Great Line. So like we played the same stage like like an hour or so before these bands. Like we shared gear and shit. It was fucked. It was like damn it. Like, most like iconic bands of my childhood and era of music so it was like cool so like that and like definitely good charlotte for sure like and then anytime we ever went to the uk honestly because flying to play a show you feel like a baller
0: (laughs) yeah that'd be sick honestly i i think i'd be a little scared like transitioning like over like my gear and shit but yeah
1: no i've heard some horror stories you just you got you kind of it's kind of a lot of money but you just rent from like john henry's or some shit which is like equivalent to like long McQuaid in the uk you just rent from bad but like you do it is it it hits different when you're you have a driver on a tour because like you don't drive <laughs> you roads uh and like yeah you're still you're sleeping at people's house like that or, or getting hotels or whatever you're doing right but it, it it's like baller status it feels like that so it's like I, <laughs> I like like i never think we would be flying to play shows but we have and that's fucking sick
0: yeah that's sick honestly good for you guys too I feel like for me, like I, uh, the dream of playing with Blink A2 is obviously out of the window because I feel by the time, like if we were ever get signed, they would just be done. Um, I
1: don't. You know what's really sad is like, do you remember like a year or two ago when like Seaway was supposed to play with Blink Twenty Two and they got canceled and then yeah, Windsor, and it just never happened.
0: Yeah, I I remember I I, I followed all the news on that. Like first the um, Caesar's Palace was on strike, and then the show got put back on. Then Travis got blood clots. And then the mm-hmm. show just got canceled. And I'm like, yo, I was going to go to that show.
1: I know that's the thing. And I, I, my biggest thing is like, like fuck my opinion on it. I was thinking like, fuck my, me attending it. I was like stoked for Seaway.
0: Yeah. No, me too.
1: I did for them. I was like, that is the coolest thing in the entire world. Your band could break up tomorrow and you could be like, we do. We played an f- intimate festival or we put an intimate show, like not a big giant festival, like a, a fucking show with blink 182 in Canada. Yeah. That's like, you've got bragging rights forever and not even that that's just like a personal like crazy thing to go through
0: well i feel like neck deep that like definitely have that under their belt now like um playing yeah. touring with blink 182 that's just like a complete baller status not yeah. just playing a single show but like yeah i know i was sad for seaway when that show just got canceled because i feel like that was definitely gonna be like a good bragging rights for them
1: oh that would have that would have done wonders for I'm not saying that's not like, they, they still can't or something but I think at that time, on the come up of Seaway too, like they're still they could still do that with this new record, but it's obviously COVID. But yeah, at that t- at that time it was like a perfect thing for them, and it just didn't work. And I'm like, I was bummed. I was like, that fucking sucks. Like that <laughs> that is the worst tease dangled in front of your nose. You know? Oh like, yeah,
0: holy shit. Yeah, no. Like if we got offered to play with Blink One Eight two tomorrow, and then like let's just say like COVID happened and just shut down, I wouldn't know to live with myself. Holy shit.
1: I, I would be very much more depressed. <laughs> 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 so,
0: but I, in another sense though, too, I feel like that show, like seeing uh neck deep on like open for Blink-22 in Toronto, like a few years ago, mm-hmm. they, I was actually surprised at actually how like, sort of like low energy the crowd was for them. I was the only one crowd surfing for their entire set. Cause it was all like a bunch of like 30, 40 year olds who were going to see Blink-22.
1: It's like, it's like every generation loves Blink-22, but it's really, really the people at those shows are mostly going to be people who are like 25 up because like, or like 30 to 35, like 30 to 35 is like pure blank way fans. Like, yeah. like they like, they were 16 when all that music came out and like yeah. 22, like 25. So it's like, perfect. Like, um, I don't know. Like even still, even if like no one gave a shit about neck deep on that tour, like everyone hated them or some shit. It's like, I wouldn't even care if everyone hated my band or whatever. I'd be like, look where I am when I'm doing this is amazing <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no I almost I almost got kicked out because I kept like crowd surfing for neck deep and like Ben just like he would constantly see me be like thank you man thank you
1: <laughs> yeah that's exactly like it's like yeah like I mean when we play with Beartooth like because Beartooth is a pretty big band and like a, like a metalcore metal genre and like people were just watching us like but then there was some people that were crowd surfing because they were just seeing people to know their words and surfing. people just decided they wanted to crowd surf as well and I was like yeah dick like cool you know we won up we won over a couple people hopefully but
0: <laughs> yeah and with like with me almost getting kicked out for neck deep though then like then blink Two came on and the security guards couldn't do shit it was hilarious <laughs> oh
1: my fucking god yeah because like, it was yeah.
0: just it was like this one single like bug-eyed guy it's always the bug-eyed security guard who just wants you out of there
1: yeah he just he's just like doesn't he doesn't want to work
0: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: like you know so, and like i don't
0: know they just want to stand there and then they see this kid fucking they got a shuttle him out of the crowd like yeah they don't want that shit but like that's punk rock so like fuck them
1: like i know like people like, oh venue staff at places like that fucking kill me i saw this video the other day off track for a quick second but kellen from <laughs> like playing bass and like walked up to a security guard and like tapped him on the shoulder and like backed up and then will looking at his amp and the scary was like oh fuck
0: i think i saw that too yeah that was on twitter right
1: yeah it was so funny i was like that guy was probably so pressed, like <laughs>
0: Um, anyway, so I didn't even realize we've been talking for like an hour. I thought Zoom was going to shut me down at 40, but I it, feel it's, like it's...
1: Yeah, we've been for like an hour, five minutes, holy or like something. shit.
0: Like okay, cool. Um, I have, like, that's good though. I'm out of questions. I got like one last question. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> so, um, if anybody didn't know that uh, you're in a hardcore band called Raze too, um, yep. do you got any new music coming out for Raze and, and maybe any leaks for like Pacific soon or?
1: So like Pacific stuff. Like, I mean, like it's, it's, it, it'll be done very soon and there'll be singles coming out soon. I'll let you know that much. Nice. Uh, uh Ray stuff is, it's, it's funny. We released a, an EP and then like, we actually like did a lot of Ontario shows and shit like that. And like a couple like Montreal stuff. And then we did like a, a state, we like lied and crossed the border. <laughs> like fucking, uh, well they did. And then we like played Chicago, St. Louis and Springfield and it was sick. Like it was cool. And um I I just think that like right when that happened we were like cool we're going to write more music and then COVID happened and then like doing a record during COVID so that took main priority uh but like us and the Rays guys have gotten together like last summer when it was like okay to like have more people around and shit like we just went to the jam spot like we shared jam spot was fucked up uh and who's the other band we share with fucked up and someone else it's really funny um so we just would go when they weren't there because like in their main spot we would go there and just like jam. So we have Rays has like a fucking EP written uh, oh, at, yeah. le- at least just sitting there. Um I mean hardcore music isn't like that hard to make to be honest with you, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> you know, it depends on what your style is. But yeah, it's uh we've got that. So hopefully we're going to record some of that this summer, but besides that, like Pacific stuff is uh, the main priority and they'll be the record will come out i'm not gonna tell you but it'll,
0: it'll be out this year <laughs> it'll be out- no to go on, a little bit off the record though too when you said like you played chicago with rays uh shout out robert jackson i remember he was in chicago uh yeah. same same time you were and, and he said he's like oh like everybody else went to go um watch some other show but he like left them to go literally watch you guys in chicago
1: him and his friend i forgot his name um him mean, one of his friends came and it was just fucking sick they just showed up and of course he like showed up in like all stone island like supreme gear that's
0: rob shout out rob jackson
1: that is literally rob to a t it was sick though it's it's always so sick to see people from like where you're from in a different city even for a different reason like they weren't they were there for like a bachelor party or some shit
0: yeah my uh my buddy darren got married um yeah that september i think it was september but yeah no like they had a they had like their whole bachelor party they went to chicago and yeah, Rob tweeted, he's like, Yeah, I'm seeing Rays. And I'm like, That's sick.
1: That's so funny. Yeah, he just showed up at this like skate shop vibe. And it was, it was cool though. And it was like a pretty busy show for like a fucking punk show that no one really knew the bands or us or anything. But it was fun. It was cool. It was like, you know, different. It's like way different touring with a band like that as opposed to like Pacific. It's like, uh, brings you down to Earth.
0: <laughs> yeah, even I feel
1: Earth like it brings you down even more. It's like, All right. Yeah, it's like
0: that local, local band status. And that's sick.
1: Exactly that. Yeah totally
0: cool well okay cool i think uh that's that's everything seen as we've been talking for uh, for a while uh yeah, yeah. but before we wrap this up is there any uh, last words you want to say
1: um keep your eyes peeled for the spring that's it <laughs> that's all nice. i'm gonna say uh and even sooner than that for something else that's all i'm gonna say
0: Cool. Well, thanks. Uh, th- you know, honestly, thanks a lot for uh, chatting with me, Jordan. I thought uh, yep. this would probably, I thought this would end a lot sooner. It's been a, a lot of fun. It's, a lot, it's and, been a lot of fun just chatting with you again to know you a little bit more.
1: Yeah, we just um, went off on like an important things, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> Literally. Um, but no, I uh, I hope you're doing safe. I hope uh, you're doing well yep. over there. And uh, hopefully shows will uh, happen again soon so we can actually talk in person.
1: Hopefully. Doing that hopefully, then. Because- yeah, fuck.
0: And uh, to the listeners, uh, again, thank you for uh, listening to another episode of the Nothing Serious podcast. Uh, I've been Jacob. This has been Jordan Black of Like Pacific. uh, And thank you. Take care.